guys. Do you love Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig so much that you wish you could see it with your eyes instead of only hearing it with your ears? Well, guess what? Dreams come true. Even if that wasn't your dream, I really hope it was your dream. If it wasn't your dream, it doesn't matter. You can go get full screen, uh, the place to watch Not Too Deep, and all of its memorable moments at fullscreen.com slash ATT. You can get a year of full screen at no extra cost for eligible AT&T wireless customers. Did you, did you hear me? You could have seen me say this if you were already there. If you already went to fullscreen.com slash ATT, you can get a year of full screen at no extra cost for eligible AT&T wireless customers. Watch us, won't you? That's someone else's tagline. I stole it. I'm sorry. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, your host, Grace Helbig. We're celebrating Labor Day. It's the last day to wear white, so we wore it hard. And a human bundle of positivity, warmth, joy, and talent, Nathan Zed, joins us. And we just get a lesson in life inspiration. It got good, guys. It got good enough. Welcome to this episode of Not Too Deep. Hi, guys. Welcome to this episode of Not Too Deep. We are celebrating Labor Day. Jack and I were just talking briefly before this. Um, for the first time ever, I realized that Labor Day celebrates work. Yeah, organized labor. Yeah, I don't know why I never connected those dots. I think it was because Labor Day signified the start of school. Mm. And so it wasn't necessarily a holiday that I like processed. It was just sure. like, I have to go to school after Labor Day. That's sure. when school starts. So it was always like, Around Labor Day, you go back to school shopping because there's Labor Day sales. Yeah, that was um, that was the case for us in New Jersey. But in fact, a lot of schools uh, start classes in August. Well, there was that. Sad. Sorry, guys. But that's how it was for us. I, I remember, yeah. we, we we finished school in New Jersey like really late in the year. It was always June, like, like mid-June. Like mid June. to late June. Yeah. Depending on how many snow days we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I remember we always got to go. This was like the highlight of my entire end of summer preschool on Labor Day weekend. My mom would take us to King of Prussia Mall and mm. we would go to the JCPenney outlet and we would buy clothes for back to school. And I, that was like my supermarket sweep. I like walked in, <laughs> just touched all the clothes and was like, all of these poorly made tops are mine. <laughs> well, and, speaking of clothes, yeah. uh, we should mention that uh, you and oh, yes. I have both joined a cult. Yeah, uh, we're yeah we're talking about Jack. We both look like well, you look like you're selling cocaine in Miami. <laughs> Certainly, when I wear the sunglasses, I yes. look like I shouldn't be near an elementary school. <laughs> uh, we both look like like the rejected version of a Wiggles. Like I said, we look like we got kicked out of the hives. Yeah, well, they're like Wiggles, yellow, blue, red. We don't need white. Stop. <laughs> Get out. Um, yeah, there's a lot of look going on. We're wearing all white. All white, top to bottom. Because the other major thing about Labor Day is that it's apparently on, you know, fashions. Uh, have, fashion has dictated that Labor Day ends the opportunity that you can wear white. Last day you can wear white. Very gauche to wear white after Labor Day. Why? Sorry, my voice cracked. I'm you're so, so shocked that your voice so cracked. <laughs> distressed about this that I don't understand. Um, because you wear white and seersucker during the summer, naturally. And then when, uh, you know. Seersucker, oh, like those stripe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like okay. that very like light cottony uh, seersucker suits. And, uh, you know, because Labor Day marks the end of summer, it's very gauche to wear white after Labor Day. But why don't, I mean, it's so bizarre to me. And I'm sure there is a specification of why this is a thing, but it's bizarre. It's not like 
there's no end of flip-flop day. <laughs> I guess that's true. Right? You can wear flip-flops all through winter, but don't you dare wear white pants. Well, I think I think the wearing white after Labor Day thing is is outdated and people don't really follow it anymore. Okay. Um, but I do think there's like a resurgence in it. Like we were talking about how like we feel like we're going to a P. Diddy party. Yeah. Because of like white parties or people wear, again, head-to-toe white outfits. Yeah. And I think people are starting to embrace that sort of like old timey style rules. Yeah. So I think it's kind of fun. I think it's it's definitely not like a hard and fast rule anymore. But it used to be. It used to be very, very yeah. frowned upon to I wear like white being, shoes after Labor Day. I remember learning about it in like elementary or middle school and being like, whoa, I didn't know that was a rule. I mean, like you can't do that. And like yeah. making a mental note that I couldn't wear like my white sketcher sneakers after Labor Day. It's sort of like how, you know, you, you generally don't see people wearing like pastels in a season other than spring. I guess so. Um, or or like you, you know, everyone wears black to a funeral. I mean, there's sort of like these yeah. understanding, understanded like um, style guidelines. Yeah. And that's just one of them because white signifies summer. And people would wear white in the summer because it's very reflective. It doesn't absorb heat like darker colors. And True. so you can stay, theoretically stay cooler, even though you and I are both- We're sweating up a storm. Dying is, right now. I mean, I heard we're in a heat you, wave. you were saying words, but I think I fell asleep with my <laughs> eyes open halfway between what you were just saying. Also, this is the first time you've worn all white. Mm-hmm. Jack, as I've you guys, never worn all white before. If you guys haven't been paying attention this season, if you're not watching this, Jack's been going through some looks this season. And my favorite thing is when Jack gets changed into whatever we've decided are our quote costumes for the episode, he takes a few minutes and just like marvels at himself. <laughs> And then he asks Mel to take a photo of him and then he continues to marvel at himself. And you're always like shocked and awed by the way you look, which well, delights yeah. me. Yeah, because like you make me wear like hot dog costumes. I don't costumes. make you do anything. I don't make you do anything. <laughs> I give you permission to live your best life. Yes, okay. That's what enough. we do here on Not Too Fair Deep. enough. So it's it's not often that I dress all in white or dress as a hot dog. But maybe you should consider or it more like often. Or like my dad. <laughs> Maybe you should consider it more often. I you think know, it's important. I, I think it is important, and I thank you Changes for it up. broadening my perspective. You're welcome. Um, I mean, it's allowed me to get to know more sides of you, which is what our first segment on Not Too Deep has also allowed us to do. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, in what were you thinking in this post where Jack and I huh? present a social media post that the other has posted recently or not mm. so recently, mm-hmm. and we just get to the bottom of what we were thinking in this post. Yes. So, Let's see what we got first. Oh, this is from Jack Ferry on Twitter. <laughs> um, so this is from right. July 2nd. Uh-huh. Very recent. Yes. Um, 10.44 a.m. Mm-hmm. at Jack Ferry 99. Someone told me that eating orange peels keeps mosquitoes away. Can anyone confirm? Ready to try anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did tweet that. Yes. What's, what's happening here? All right. So uh, I hate mosquitoes. Yeah. I have the kind of blood or body. You got that sweet, sweet blood? I got that sweet, sweet blood. Uh Uh-huh. My blood type is O negative, so I'm wondering if that's the reason they like O negative. I don't know. Maybe that's random. I don't know my blood type. But anyway, I was complaining about this mosquito bite because we're shooting my show right now in the valley. Yeah. And there's, apparently there's mosquitoes in the valley. And if you guys don't know Los Angeles, like that uh, sketch on SNL of Californians. Yes. The valley is like 10 degrees hotter than anywhere else in Los Angeles for whatever reason. So we shoot, we shoot my show in the San Fernando Valley and there are, happen to be mosquitoes there, which I'm not used to. I'm used to being in the part of California where there are no mosquitoes. And I got three mosquito bites. And I'm the kind of person that when I get a mosquito bite, I get these awful welts. They're just giant. Oh, your body like overreact to it? Yeah. And they're super itchy and really uncomfortable and terrible. And then I was complaining about them uh, on set and my script supervisor was like, yeah, just eat orange peels. 
eat orange peel? That's what I said. I was like, that's the craziest thing I ever heard. And she's like, no, you know how like centronella candles, it's like it, what happens is when you eat an orange peel, your body sweats out like the, the scent that is very similar to citronella and uh, it keeps mosquitoes away. I'm like, that sounds made up, but at this point I'm willing to try anything. And then I decided- But then I like that you didn't believe her. So you took to Twitter yes. to get a confirmation. Yes, Does she know that you immediately turned around and asked the your Twitter mom? <laughs> no, I, wait, I waited several days <laughs> before um, tweeting. Also, that sounds crazy. And that sounds- It like, does sound crazy. That's why I tweeted like bullshit. it. Um, it sounds like something her mom told her that didn't make any sense growing up. And yeah, she's probably. grown up to believe it for the rest of her life. You're probably right. You can say anything to kids and they will believe it for the rest of their lives. I know. that's Sorry, I just had a moment about like <laughs> imagining me being a mother for a second. being like, I could tell them anything. Mm-hmm. And they have, they, they trust me. Yeah, that's kind of where a lot of those things come from. Like, you know, when the, um, the beloved family pet goes to a farm where they mm-hmm. can run and be free. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or Santa. Oh, well, that's... Or Jesus. <laughs> um, I came around so late on the farm. Like, it didn't dawn on me until, like, I was an adult. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Where is Bruno's not at a farm? Um, you liars. I've, he died. He, yeah, he did death. Uh, I have a friend whose mom, who's afraid to jump in on beds. Uh-huh. Because when he was younger, his mom told him that there might be scissors in the bed. So never jump on a bed because there might be scissors, scissors in the bed. In the and so bed. now he will never, as an adult, he it's completely irrational. But he has a thought every single time is, I can't wow. go on the bed because there's scissors in the bed. Yeah, you, it's so easy to just fuck like, up a child. your mom is crazy. <laughs> Whenever I would go visit my great aunt and uncle and I was, you know, a loud, rambunctious kid, they uh-huh. would always quiet me and they go, shh, 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 baby sleeping. And I was like, did they have a baby? No. <laughs> what? Didn't want to wake the baby. Wait. <laughs> Didn't want to wake the baby. <laughs> I know. Wait, your aunt and uncle made up a fictitious baby uh-huh. to keep you quiet. Uh-huh. Yeah, my great aunt and uncle. Did you grow up thinking you had a cousin that you never had? Uh huh. Well, I was just wondering who is this sleeping baby? <laughs> Wait, this Man. is kind of fucked up. <laughs> I know. This is kind of extraordinarily fucked up. I know. Wow. Yeah, my great aunt and uncle. That's how they kept me quiet, and it worked. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there's some parenting tips uh-huh. for you guys out there <laughs> with children. Baby sleeping. Baby sleeping. Don't wake the baby. Oh, your your family's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Well, all families are crazy. I mean, they're creative. That's what I yes, say. Yes, they're yeah. they're definitely creative, but all families are crazy. Oh, I mean, for sure. I'm sure you've got some stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nah. Nah, nah, nah on this episode. <laughs> no, my, I was telling my friend this the other day. Uh, I forgot about this. My grandfather, I used they for whatever reason, they'd always have chocolate pudding at their house. And I was like the only one that would want to eat it. So I'd sit at the table after dinner mm-hmm. and I'd have chocolate pudding. And I'd put whipped cream on it and I would stir it up. And my grandfather would just come up behind me and go, Hoo-eh! Like that, because he thought it looked like puke. Every single time, the entire time I ate the pudding, he would just be in both of my ears. He'd be like cleaning dishes and then would just walk over and make puke noises in my ears every single time. And did it turn you off the pudding at all? No, I ate it every week. I ate it every single time I went. It was great. Didn't care. So many mems. Anyway, this is a great tweet. Let us know if orange peels actually do Yes, guys, if you know, please let me know. Yeah. Uh, So this is the… The, the the tweet I picked from you, uh, this came this came in on uh, June 29th. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and you wrote at the same clinic I came to four years ago when I tripped on a dog and got stitches. Mm-hmm. Last time I heard pigs squealing. No pigs this time. All caps. Life sucks. Yeah, this was a day. What 
what on earth is going uh, on here? I think it's self-explanatory. So, Not at all. Uh, There's I, so much to unpack. Yeah. Well, okay. So you can still hear I'm getting over uh, an illness in my head. Um, I mean, a sickness. A dis- uh, not like you're getting over a cold, a, a cold. very, very, very bad <laughs> not a cold. mental illness. Uh, and <laughs> it was just lingering for so long. And I, I have like a doctor that I go to regularly, but he was traveling for the holidays. Mm. So I went to this walk in clinic. If anyone's in Los Angeles and needs a recommendation, the Hollywood walk in clinic, like right in the middle of Hollywood, is fantastic. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't have a doctor when I first moved to Los Angeles and I was at a party and I wanted to pet a dog and I was very drunk and I tripped and I had to get stitches. So I went to that clinic. I remember that. Yeah. And it used to be next door to like a weed shop. Um, <laughs> now it's very nice. They've upgraded. They got the second floor above it. It's very, they're doing well. Okay. Um, and I remember uh, the guy I was dating at the time, he took me there uh, to get the stitches and we were sitting and it was so crowded because it was like a Saturday. Mm. And I guess everyone in Los Angeles hurts themselves Friday night and then goes to the walk-in clinic sure. on Saturday because there was a lot of colorful characters in that waiting room. And at that time, they would give you a buzzer, like a like a cheesecake factory. Oh, like, wow. And so, because the, the waiting room got overcrowded. And so- They're we, like, go wait in the dispensary next door. We'll buzz you in. Well, we went to the bar across the street and got a beer. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I had like a wrapped head and then went over there. And then when I ended up getting the stitches, the woman was like, um, have you been drinking? I was like, no. Yeah, thins your blood. Yeah, she was like, because you're bleeding a lot. And I was like, oh, yeah, I had a beer. We were waiting a long time. But we were waiting in the waiting room at first, and we just heard pigs squealing next door. Yeah, that's what I want to know. And we, what? We have no idea. We didn't ask anyone. It was just <laughs> in this, like, weed shop, and we just heard pigs squealing, and we both looked at each other, and we were like, this is the weirdest day. This is, uh, I don't know if this is a low point or high point in our lives right now. I have no idea. But when I went back to get, um, I got some antibiotics for my cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, the place got cleaned up. No pigs. And I yeah, was and you were upset like, about it, clearly, because you wrote, life sucks. I was like, oh, this is such an interesting place. Like, anything can happen here. Like, you can't predict what's going to be in the room next door. And then it was just kind of sick people in a waiting room. Yeah, I can see why life would suck. But this place is fantastic. And every single doctor that works there looks like they are cast to work there. They're beautiful. Really? Every, this beautiful Asian woman with long brown hair comes into the waiting room or comes into the room that I'm in and she's like hi what can what's going on what's the problem and I just was like hi she's like oh there it is she was the nicest woman ever four years ago when I got my stitches this beautiful blonde woman sewed me up and then I need to go to this clinic right and then a week later I had to go get the stitches out and I was telling Hannah that uh Every doctor in this place was so attractive. She's like, I'm coming with you. <laughs> so she came with me to get the stitches out. And this like beautiful brunette woman takes my stitches out. And Hannah's just like mouth agape in the room with me <laughs> staring at this woman. This woman. Wow. And we left it. I was like, right? She's like, oh my God. It was wow. comical. All beautiful humans. Inside and out. Wow. So, Hashtag spawn. Yeah, guys. <laughs> No, for real. They're great. They, and they also have like a, a menu, like a nail shop on the door that shows you everything they offer and how much. Oh, so like if you want a flu shot, it costs this. Yeah. And, wow. Yeah, it's a really cool, it's a great place, guys. They're very efficient and they're very cost effective. So highly recommend. Wow. Yeah, super fun. Anyway, let's talk about working. Yes, let's. Who doesn't want to talk about working? It's Labor Day. Ironically, a day that we don't work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how fun is that? What was your, uh, 
what are some bizarre jobs that you've had, Jack? I know you worked in news forever before I did, you got yeah. into like this form of entertainment. Yeah, that was like my that was a weird job because I would I would I would have the opportunity. What was to, your, you were a producer? I was a producer, cameraman, editor. I mean, when you do, when you work in news, it's generally small teams, so you yeah. end up working. I would work generally with a reporter, and we would go out and cover stories. And it was an odd thing because um, working in New York, unlike when you work in if you work in Hollywood and news, generally your stuff is going to be either car chases or entertainment. Yeah. If you work in D.C., it's going to be politics. But when you work as a news person in New York, um, you cover everything. Like you yeah. would cover, like there were days where you'd cover like the U.S. Open tennis tournament and then you would go to the U.N. and then Whoa. you would go to Fashion Week. But that makes it interesting. Oh, it was very interesting. That's yeah. the thing. It was like, it was a tough job to get out of because even though it wasn't like my passion, filmmaking is my passion. Yeah. It was always so interesting. There was always such an, like a new thing to deal with every day. And That's like fun. I would, I would meet, like incredible, like we would interview like Mahmoud Ahmadinejad and then we would interview like, you know, like at the UN and then literally I would get in a cab and then be doing an interview with Donald Trump, then citizen Trump. Oh, wow. At, at Trump Tower. Did you, you interview Donald Trump? Twice. <gasps> Wait, what years? Um, Once when he, right when The Apprentice first came out, oh. it was him and Mark Burnett came to oh, wow. the studio I was working in in Times Square and I met him then. And then again, I went and did a quick interview with him uh, at Trump Tower in his office. How was that? It was interesting. He's not hes not a friendly guy. I, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, the office is like, if you've seen photos, it's exactly like that. Like wow. with the, you know. the So gaudy. Gaudy and like gold door and oh, all God. of that. Um, it's huge. It's massively huge. And it's, yeah. it was just filled with things. Like it was just filled with magazines that he's in. and Oh, all like a shrine to himself. Yeah. It wow. was really strange. Um, and, and it was a live interview. So we, we went there. It was a two-man team. It was me and, and my colleague Andrew. And we set up this thing so we could do like a live thing, uh, this interview. And then um, he he was so curt with us because we had to put this this IFB in his ear so like he could hear piece? yeah so he yeah. could hear the questions and he just kept like asking us if it was clean or if it was new oh. and we were like don't worry it's it's clean it's clean yeah, we're professionals we're professionals and he's just like no 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 is it new we're like well no it's but it's been clean he's just like I don't want to wear this because he was such like a germaphobe I guess oh interesting um, but yeah and he was just the way he talked to us was just very um he was just not a nice guy. Yeah, basically. no, that makes sense. But I've met a lot of other people, and like it's it's interesting too because like you'll meet some people, and you're you're like, oh, that 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 guy's like I met Rudy Giuliani, who's like the nicest person. Oh yeah, you've you ever said that's met. like the best interview. Yeah, was talking to him. Yeah, like um, so that's a really it was a really interesting job because you know you got to just see so many things you don't normally get to see. Like I would be backstage at fashion shows and things like that. That's so, cool. Yeah. But eventually though, it does wear you down because the news is just relentless and exhausting and tiring. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. How many years did you do that for? Like over 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And I just fell into it. Yeah. Because it was just like one of those, it's like I got a job out of school working for Reuters and yeah. then… Uh, like I said, it was just super interesting and I was good at it. And it was just one of those things that paid well, Yeah, which is, you know, when you're in your early twenties and you get a, uh, an interesting job that pays well. Hold on like, to it for on dear on life. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, what was your first job? My very first job, I worked as, uh, an usher in a movie theater. Nice. And then I worked at Applebee's across the street yeah. in Voorhees. Nice. Yeah. I know that Applebee's. I never worked there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Because I know you did. You worked in every chain restaurant. Every chain, I worked in two different Applebee's. One wow. up in North Jersey uh, and one in South Jersey by my dad's house. So what was, of all of the chain restaurants you uh -huh. worked at, 
What was your least favorite and your favorite? Least favorite was Dave and Buster's. The only job I've ever like quit. Oh, okay. All these other jobs I kind of left open-ended because I was like either going home for Finishing. the summer or whatever. Yeah, sure. uh, Dave and Buster's, I worked for a month. And my track coach, I was in uh, I was in college. And I think I've told this story a million times on here. But I was in college and my track coach from high school, she worked uh, the weekends at Dave and Buster's for like years. So yeah. she was like one of those veteran waitresses there. And so I was home for the summer and I—, I what reached out to her about it and she got me a job there. And then I came to learn immediately that she was the bitch of the restaurant that everyone hated. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, wait. People would be like, did Michelle get you hired? I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, and they're like, their training process is so like all over the place. So you don't actually learn anything. Then they throw you on the floor and you're just squandering like crazy. Yeah. And then they're, uh, the cooks in the kitchen are all rehabilitated criminals. So there's like a security guard that will walk you to your car at the end of the night. It's also on Penn's Landing in Philadelphia. Yeah, this is the Philadelphia one. And it's like, it's, well, you told me a story about this, this when Willem was on and I, yeah. I don't remember anything you said because Willem was telling us some insane stories about oh, that David Buster. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> He's got, listen to that podcast if you guys want some juicy information. (laughs) Um, So that was the worst. The best one, uh, oh, I worked at Olive Garden by Rutgers University. And that was good? And that was great because (laughs) I was dating a guy that went to Rutgers. And you can, when you work at Olive Garden, get people free soup, salad, breadsticks, house wine, and dessert. Whoa. Because those are the only things that you, You as a server, yeah, you go and get and you make yourself. Sure. There's just bottles of house wine all through any Olive Garden if you take, if you look closely. And it's just so servers can grab them and pour because it's like five bucks a glass, something cheap. Uh Uh, And so uh, the guy I was dating at the time and his sister, who also went to Rutgers, they would come in and I would just give them so much free wine and soup, salad, and breadsticks and like, then I'd ring up like one entree and mm-hmm. then their bill would be like $15 or whatever. Um, and, and they left happy. And that was really fun. It was not fun when they had endless pasta bowl season because then the Rutgers football team would come in and see who could eat the most bowls of pasta. Ugh. And it is disgusting to watch. It's fun in theory, awful in practice to watch human men do that with each other. So that was the low point. But that was a great restaurant. It was really fun. I do. I do think that it was a good experience working at a chain restaurant. And I think, I think every single person should work at I, a restaurant. I agree. Yeah. You learn so much about the human condition. <laughs> I agree. And I, I think it, it makes you appreciate, because like working at a movie theater, at least for me, did, was not real work. Mm-hmm. I would sweep popcorn. I would, you know, rip tickets in half. And I would like stand in the back of the theaters and watch the end of movies. Yeah. It was amazing. It was not, not a real job. But working at a restaurant is real work. You're on your feet for hours. And you see a person's true character immediately as a customer in a restaurant. Yeah. I am so thoughtful about how I operate with servers in any, like at bars or restaurants. Me too. And in terms of tipping, you learn like, Tipping culture is fascinating because you got to have someone teach you how to do it. You know, it's not an innate thing. It's true. So a lot of people don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Guys, at least 20%. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. In my like book, bad service gets 20% tip. Bad service, I do 15, but that's bad service. And that's most people's max. Default is 20. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just FYI, hot tip for all you guys that don't know how to tip out there. It's also the easiest math. Yeah, to do twenty percent. Also, we have phones with calculators on it. So, did you ever get any of those weird people who would like instead of leaving a tip, they would leave something even better than a tip? No, but I did have a guy. I worked at an Applebee's that was like inland from uh, Atlantic City, and one time at lunch, a guy gave me a fifty dollar tip. It was like him and his two friends, Whoa. and they didn't like they weren't even drinking. They just got like salads, 
And oh, probably they just won big at Atlantic exactly, City. Exactly, that's what it was. Yeah, okay. But I came back, it's like a $30 check with a $50 tip on it. And my manager was like, you have to go check to make sure that that's not a mistake. And so it was so embarrassing to walk back up because I was a very mediocre waitress. <laughs> I was not in it to win it. I uh, wasn't upselling anything. I was in it to get through the day and sure. not fuck up. And uh, and so I walked and like so embarrassingly back to the table and was like talking myself up to ask this man. I was like, I just, my manager wants to make sure that I check with you that this is um, correct. And I hadn't like, I hadn't done anything special for this table uh-huh. at all. He was like, yeah, I just won big in Atlantic City. That's for you. Thanks for a great meal. And I was like, thank you. And I like walked away and was like, this is incredible. And yeah. then, but it never happened again. But I was like, this is cool. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Um, that beats my story. Why? What did someone leave you? Um, it was a, a pamphlet about God. Hmm. That was her tip for me. That was me. a tip? That Here's was, a hot that, tip. That We're all going to die someday. <laughs> I remember, I'll never forget because she ordered a, and apparently she's a regular, uh-huh. she ordered a omelet extra runny. From Applebee's? Yep. Applebee's doesn't sell omelets. Well, we made it special for her. <laughs> oh my God. I had a punch it in special. And uh, yeah. and Extra then, runny is just raw egg. I know. It's disgusting. <laughs> it was just, because I got, I brought her one and she was like, nope. Because I rang it up as an omelet. Oh, it's too I not runny send enough. it back. Oh god! And then and then later, like Kyle or whatever, like the line cook was Fucking like Kyle was like, um, you know, had an Ingrid like her runny omelet. I'm like, oh, you know her? She's he's like, yeah. Did you get the pamphlet yet? I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh. And then when she was gone, sure enough, the exact amount for the tip or the exact amount for the check was in the little book that yeah. I left. And as well as a pamphlet for, um, I don't know, whatever religion she wanted me to. Perfect. Uh, yes. That was my tip. God bless Ingrid. Yes. I hope she's doing well. <laughs> um, speaking of jobs, we have a really fun game to play that I'm actually really excited about. Awesome. Um, because we're celebrating labor, we thought it'd be fun to go through some very notable celebrities mm-hmm. and try to guess what some of their weirdest or first jobs were. Yes. Celebrity first job. First job. Okay. Let's see. First, we have Gail Godot. Yes. Wonder Woman. Also known as Wonder Woman. Um, um, even though it says Gail, Gal Gadget, it's actually— Oh, go, go, Gal Gadget. <laughs> it's actually Gal Gadot. <laughs> That's all right. Um, it's autocorrect. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. Uh, Gail Gadot, what do you think her first— I think her first job was um, babysitting. Okay. I mean, I think the default answer for most actors is waiter, waitress, or bartender. Okay. Um so I think that's an obvious choice, and I don't want to be obvious. Of course not. Um, not in that outfit. Right. But um, in this case, I'm going to be obvious and say waitress. <laughs> okay. Let's look. What's their answer? Soldier in the Israel Defense Force? What? Hold wow, on. Wow. That's interesting. What? How is she so good and cool? Well, that is actually a thing. Uh, everybody, Everybody serves. For, I think, a year or two. Really? Yeah, that's like a thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, wow. Um, I feel like I knew that, actually. I don't know why I didn't think to say that. Because yeah. it's interesting. As you were saying that to me, as you were telling me, like, I feel like everyone should be required to work in a restaurant. Yeah. That's how it is with the Israel Israeli Defense Forces. Everyone has wow. to serve. And I was thinking that. I was like, yeah, America should impose that and have everyone serve <laughs> at, yeah. a, at an Applebee's for three right? months. Uh, okay, well, learning something every episode. That's super interesting. Okay, next we have Gwen Stefani. Oh, her first job? Cool. What was Gwen Stefani's first job? I don't know, but I think she really loves animals. So my guess is that she would have been a dog walker. Oh, uh, I think she worked at Hot Topic. Okay, let's see what her first job was. I mean, was. she's 
Oh, she worked at Dairy Queen. Whoa, DQ. She made blizzards? I guess so. Dang. I wouldn't have guessed that. Oh my God. But she's probably the coolest girl working at Dairy Queen. She's so stunning. I can't imagine her eating one of those gigantic. (laughs) You don't, I mean, that's how you get fired. But I like that you're like, she's so stunning. Beautiful people don't work at Dairy Queen. <laughs> I can't. No, no, no. I, it's not that they don't work at Dairy Queen. I just can't imagine her uh, eating the kind of food that they serve at Dairy Queen. I don't think it's all very did. fattening. Well, good for her. Look how far she's come. Next we have Brad Pitt. Oh, I feel like I, I know. I know. This. Same. I was gonna say. I feel like I've heard this fun fact that he's worked somewhere weird. Um, what's your guess? I'm gonna say he was a dog groomer. Okay, I think he sold weed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. He was El Polo Loco's dancing chicken. <laughs> Wait, he also chauffeured strippers to bachelor parties in a limo. These are Mad Libs answers. Come Wait, on. What? El Pollo Loco dancing chicken and chauffeur for strippers to bachelor parties in a limo. I hope he wore the chicken outfit while he chauffeured them. I certainly do too. I mean, that deserves a tip. Wow. Good for wow. him. He was always in entertainment. <laughs> um, okay. Next we have Hugh Jackman. Ooh, Hugh Jackman. All right, well, he's Australian. So, <laughs> like, they were both like, yeah. they have different jobs than they here. Have, they do. So I bet you he trained uh, kangaroos to box. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, I think he was a, oh, let's see, his first job. Is that offensive? Is what I just said offensive? No, it's just basic. <laughs> it's just, oh, my God. Uh, I think that he— I'll make a real answer after you I think go. he was an—no, uh, these are going to be interesting. So, hmm. I'm going to say he was a bellhop. All right. I'm going to say he was a photographer. Oh, okay. Let's see. High school gym teacher. What? Wait, so he didn't start working until he was already out of high school? What a lazy piece of shit. (laughs) I mean, just kidding. You're a very, very beloved actor. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. It all starts somewhere. I guess so. Uh, Okay. Our next uh, last celebrity is Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Okay. She's also Australian. Yeah, I mean, well, she was famously grown in the cabbage patch of beautiful um, Australian actresses. The same one that, uh, was that Na- Naomi Watts came from. And <laughs> When did you turn into this <laughs> poet laureate all of a sudden? I feel like there is this thing where like these beautiful actresses are just like grown in Australia and then they come to America. So like a, Australia is a factory for… No, it's a cabbage patch. They're oh, just okay. They're just grown. There's just beautiful, <laughs> beautifully tall, blonde uh-huh. uh, movie stars are grown in Australia and they can okay. do perfect American accents and then they I come know. here. And we just fuck their accents up so hard. You were just doing it before we started. Yeah. Because you were losing your mind for I a was. Second. I was going a little loopy. I can't do an Australian accent. I just think it's really funny to try. Oh, I can't either. Someone tried to explain to you, say like razor blades or something like that. Oh, I don't know that. I, I always know. just say might. How are you might. doing that might? Um, anyway. That's a little Irish sounding. Yeah. I told you it wasn't good. Hey. Okay. All right. So Nicole Kidman's first job. First job. Hmm. I'm um, looking at her and I'm trying as if as if that holds a clue. I know. I'm like, her <laughs> eyes are piercing my soul. So yeah. maybe they're trying to tell me something. Uh-huh. I think that she was a tattoo artist. Okay. Um, I think she worked at um, one of those little makeup kiosks at the mall. Oh, I was going to say that she pierced ears at Claire's. Oh, okay. Yeah. But let's maybe, see. maybe we were close. She was a massage therapist. That's wow. kind of all of those things put together. <laughs> we nailed it. One for five or yeah, six. I'd say we got it. I think we did very, very well. We're all winners. Oh, well, this silliness can't go on like this forever because <laughs> Thank we got to balance out the goofy with something uh, kind of deep, which brings us to… Uh, the segment way too deep. Yes, uh, we have we like to have fun here on Not Too Deep, we but do. we want to keep everything balanced. So 
this is where Jack and I each get one minute uh, to talk about something that has been plaguing us or something a little bit deeper than what we've been goofing off about thus far. Indeed. Jack, do you have something that you want to talk about? I do. Okay, let's put one minute on the clock. On your mark, get set, too deep. So in honor of Labor Day, it makes me think about work. And um, I'll be honest, there's a lot of times when I'm very busy and I'm working very hard and I think, and I fantasize about being retired and not having to work anymore and just being able to just sort of putter around the house and I don't know, maybe take surfing lessons and things like that. But I always realize that whenever I'm going through these periods where I'm not working too much, I find that I get very, very, very bored. And I think that even though work has got this connotation to most people as being like this, 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 this toil that we must do in order to survive on this planet, for me, I often feel like it's the thing that gives me purpose. And the work is almost what defines me. And I like work. And I wonder if I'll ever be the kind of person that will uh, retire because I think that work is noble and a hard day makes those periods of rest and relaxation so much more fulfilling. And in a way, I think I'm kind of dreading my retirement. Time. Okay, great. Great, my turn. Anyway, that's my secret fear. Are you ready to go? Yeah. And go. Obviously, we're talking about Labor Day. We're talking about work. And it allows me a moment to pause and reflect on the fact that technically I'm working right now. This is my job. And uh, I consider myself a workaholic. My father worked very, very hard all throughout my childhood, and it really rubbed off on me. And sometimes I overwork myself because I think that's where happiness and fulfillment are. But by doing that for years and years, I've found myself in a career and on a career path that is extraordinarily enjoyable. So I don't think of it as work. But taking a moment to pause and reflect— allows me to feel gratitude, which is a feeling that I don't allow myself to experience or express because in my brain, I have this bizarre association that if I start appreciating what I've been doing and any successes I've had, that means it's all going to end and go away. Because to me, appreciation is like a finale, like a final thank you. But I have to kind of break that rule for myself because what's been happening and the ability to End do— time. Great. Okay. Well, this has been a really exciting first half of Not Too Deep. I agree. And we, uh, I wish we had um, Fifth Harmony's work, 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 work. I know that's Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> I know music. Uh, to throw us to a commercial break. <laughs> what's they, they have that other one that's work, 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 work. I don't know. But- I got to work. Work, work, oh, work. Yeah. Same lyrics, just different tones, guys. Mm-hmm. Music, anyone can do it. <laughs> um, we have, <laughs> speaking of someone that not everyone can be as great as this person that we have coming up. I'm so excited. It's finally happening. Mm-hmm. He doesn't live out here. I so know. we caught a window when he's available. We have Nathan Zed, who is by far one of my favorite creators on the YouTube platform and one of the people that I think just has potential to do anything he wants to do in his life. Um, And so I'm going to try to convince him to be my life coach for the next (laughs) half hour. Sounds Uh, great. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, Nathan Zed will be joining us on Not Too Deep. See you in a second. See you in a second. My tongue took a break. Guys, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Because finding great talent can be tough. Am I right, Grace? Uh, You're right, Jack. Thankfully, with ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. That's 
incredible. It is incredible because their powerful technology will efficiently match the right people to your job better than anyone else. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. It's like the Terminator for like finding, but instead of trying to find Sarah Connor, it's trying to find the perfect candidate for your job. Whoa, what? That's actually a very good comparison, Jack. I'm Thank proud you. of you. Oh, thanks. That kind of came to me just now. Yeah. I'm, 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 happy. I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, over 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. That's fast. So fast that it would be like the end of Terminator 2. Like right, 20 maybe, mi- I mean, the one one and done is great oh, on the okay. metaphors. Got it. Okay. So, But anyway, there's no more juggling emails. There's no calls to your office. You can simply screen, rate, and manage your candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. That's efficient and helpful. I'll say. And you can find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, get this. What? Listeners to this show, but only this show. Whoa, I don't know if that's true, but... Well, well this specific code, yes. Well, this specific code. Listeners to this show, and only this show can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. Wow. That's right, for free. Wow. That's sort of like going to see Terminator, but instead of spending Shut money... Shut it down. On, okay. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash grace. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash grace, and you can post your jobs there for free. Good luck. So one more time, try for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash grace. Let the Terminator work for you. Well, he's not available. <laughs> Hey, Grace. What's up, Jack? Guess what? Uh, I I don't know. This ad break is brought to you by our good buddies, you guys, the listener. Oh, whoa, what a turn of events. Go on. Uh Uh-huh. So I wanted to take this opportunity to reach out to you guys directly and to say thank you guys so much for listening. It is because of you that this show has been going on for I don't even know how many years now. It feels like a billion. Time is an illusion. Let's just say a billion years. A billion years. And the thing that's going to keep us on the air for even longer is if more people find out about our show. And the way people find out about our show is if you guys can go leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. Ooh, yeah. We don't talk about this enough, but it really is so helpful. It seems like it might be uh, a moo point, but honestly, it helps spread the word. It helps raise awareness of the show. It helps um, get new perverts joining us on a weekly basis. And that's the thing. The more of the perverts that come and listen to this show, the more it can grow and expand. And uh, that's really important to us. So if you've left us a review already on the Apple Podcast app or iTunes or whatever you want to call it, thank you guys so much. And then make a fake account and make another review. (laughs) Yes. And if you haven't, please go do it because it really does help uh, bring the show to new audiences. And obviously we want to continue to grow it because Grace and I love making this show and we want to continue growing the show. And even if you don't listen to the show via the Apple Podcast app, it is like the primary place where people find new podcasts. So please just take a couple minutes and do it for us. It would really mean a lot to us. And also, it's a great opportunity for you to give us some feedback about how we're doing with the show. We what would we really could, appreciate what it. What could we do better? We know nothing, but maybe something. More importantly, let us know what you like about the show. Oh, that too. Positive <laughs> feedback is always appreciated. Yeah. So um, anyway, guys, we really appreciate you who've left um, reviews so far. Um, but if you haven't yet, please consider just taking a minute to do it because it really does help the show. And we want to continue doing it for you guys. So thank you. Thank you. 
Oh, we're going. Yeah, we're going now. We're We're back and I'm already like about to get into a love fest with Nathan Zed about all the things I love about him. Which I did. I was telling him, I was like, at the end of VidCon, I was just going nuts. So I'm like, I love you so much. The one conversation we've had before this (laughs) in our entire lives was just just loving each other. You're great. Don't get affected. Be the one that saves you two. no, I love that you wear your own merch everywhere. And I you know here's, what it is. Here, the here's, brand is strong. Here's my favorite moment of VidCon is that I passed you in the hallway. <laughs> you were leaving Hannah's room and I was going in and uh, I was like, I just saw your merch. I love it. You were like, do you want one? And you literally like a guy selling his mixtape opened I'm your backpack you. and you had like 10 shirts in there. Uh, You're like, what size are you? <laughs> 30 to 40 shirts if we're going to keep it 100. But… <laughs> You I was like, you're so all- smart. Yes. You're a little bit of walking merch station. Of course. Otherwise, I would have to been like, oh, what's your shipping address? Yeah, Wait yeah. a whole week. I got it. Boom. And yeah. you had it in your hands. Oh, it's have amazing. Have you even worn it? Have you worn it once? No, because I haven't even unpacked my bag from Thank BigCon. Thank you for not lying to me, though. I, I know. appreciate that. We were wearing these. Otherwise, I was going to wear it for this episode. But That's all right. This is way, clu- this is way cooler. It is. Mm. It's great merch. Because sometimes people make merch and you're like, that's a little no, I'm tacky. I'm saying this is way cooler. Oh, this is way yeah, cooler? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no we no, can't no. be oh, matching. Please. I don't want you to. Oh, you guys yeah. are matching. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we're definitely it's matching. It's embarrassing. We showed up wearing the same outfit. It happens. How did you come up with good enough as your like your merch and your logline and well, all that. Good enough. Uh he's pulled out a cell phone <laughs> with his cell phone case on it. Babe, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you the brand is strong. You are nailing it. Mm-hmm. It's like just always feeling like well I made a video for the Vlogbrothers channel yeah. when uh Hank was on leave mm-hmm. and it was about just feeling like you're putting a lot of work into what you're doing, but it never feels like enough. Sure. And it's like, I felt like that in like relationships and like passions, like YouTube and stuff. Sure. School. And it's just been something I talk about. And then a lot of people related to that video. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like I wanted some type of reminder. Just, I was literally like, I don't care if anybody likes this or wears it. I was like, I need this for myself. Yeah. And then I wanted to make it look nice and like feel good. And then a lot of people enjoy it right now. So that's really cool. I think it's great. I think it's great merch. One, it looks really cool. And two, it's smart because it's like a relatable phrase. It isn't like associated necessarily to you. Like Mm -hmm. if you saw that shirt without knowing you, you would think that's just a great message. Exactly. That's what I wanted. Because I wanted it to be like you could just see somebody on the street and… Appreciate it. You know what yeah. I mean? You don't have to be like, A little what reminder. That yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah, and I just you. love that you just had a backpack of them. How many did you sell at BigCon? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know the numbers right now. Probably, hopefully a good amount. People were saying that like uh, Jack Douglas, you yeah. know Jack, Jack's films? He was like the reason I came to VidCon the first year. I know. Okay, so explain this too because I just saw that you won a contest yeah. from… How did you know this? Oh, uh, we fact check you. Don't oh, worry. Okay. We stop you. <laughs> we know everything about you. Uh, I have all of your stats right here. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Um, no, so you explain this to me because I, I know the overview, but I don't know the specifics of it. You won a contest from his channel? Yeah. Well, he was doing Your Grammar Sucks, which yeah. he's still doing. He's just, you know, milking it. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just kidding. If it's, but- <laughs> if it's a solid concept, run it till it's dry. Exactly. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. But it's like, I, I made a, a video. It was called like, Your Grammar Sucks, the movie. Uh-huh. It was like a trailer. And it, I looked at it again recently and yeah. it was it was pretty good. Like, like, it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Honestly, it's hold the test of time. <laughs> I was pretty good for like <laughs> when was how old was I? I was like, how long ago was this? It was like three, four years ago. Okay. But um yeah, it, it turned out really well. And then we were obviously the best ones <laughs> uh, in the whole contest. Uh-huh. And then he he gave, gave me a ticket 
And I had to go with my dad because I was like 16. My dad was like, you're not going across the country by yourself. So we both went out there and then I met Jack for the first time. But then at this VidCon, he was like, half the people <laughs> that came to his meeting greet were wearing my merch. Oh he my was like, God. they weren't even wearing my own merch. Like, that's amazing. And that's just so funny to me. Like, but just that- going from, you know, he was one of my inspirations for starting in the first place. So you went, so that was your first VidCon that you went to? 2013, yeah. Okay. And have you gone every year since? Or is this the… yeah. Um, How has it changed for you? It was really good for me being able to… I think I… Wait, I remember I saw you the first time. And you… Like, I didn't say hi or anything. You just, like, walked past me. I was like, oh my god. It's uh, but yeah, it's… It, I like… I, uh-huh. I like the, the… The fact that I was able to go as, like, a fan the first time. Yeah. And try to, like, meet all the people that inspired me. And, like, I, I really love to watch. And then years later… Go as like a creator. Yeah. Just because I know how to treat people. Yeah. That's what we were, talk- <laughs> we were talking about earlier in the podcast. that Because we're talking about labor and jobs and that sort of thing. We mm-hmm. think everyone should work in the food industry. Yeah, yeah, no, because you learn how to treat other people. Exactly. You learn what it's like to see a customer at a… Mm-hmm. And like have that other side of the experience. So yeah. It must be very similar. Mm-hmm. It's just being able to understand like… You only meet somebody once. So you kind of want to like give You want to have a great impression. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And… Yeah, I just met some people that were just kind of like rude and like kind of told me off. And I know like everyone doesn't have like great days. Sure. But like before I kind of figured that out too. Yeah. Like it just kind of hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. What I mean? Well, that's, I mean, that's your impression of someone. Exactly. Yeah. That's like my worst nightmare is someone walking yeah. away thinking that I'm a bitch. Like that's the worst thing that could ever. You know what the scary part is? Like that's probably happened a hundred times. I know. <laughs> I know. know? Like, and like you, you'll just never know. And that's just, it's just, it's just, you can't always have. The hundred percent great impression. You, you can try. It's all about intentions. Yeah, like exactly. where are your intentions? Because I, I didn't mean like you specifically. I was like, like was I a bitch? Was you. I a bitch? <laughs> Me too. I was like, what did I do the first year I met you? Um, no, I because people have said that at VidCons before. Like I used to go really hard at VidCons. So I was so excited, mm-hmm. uh, and it was like the first couple of years when everyone was excited about it, like yeah. YouTube in general, and then. Like years later, people would be like, oh yeah, I met you at VidCon last year. And I'm like, oh boy, that could have gone either way, depending on how late of the night it was. <laughs> and oh, I was like, Lord. I had so many moments of being like, was I okay? And they're like, you were drunk. I was like, that's not necessarily what I want to hear yeah. either. But, uh, okay, as long as I wasn't mean. That's uh, all it is, honestly, if I'm just not mean. Yeah. Like, it's better than being mean. And you're winning. Mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything's better than being mean. How are you enjoying Los Angeles? It's a lot of fun. Yeah. But I realize I don't want to move out here yet. Why is that? I realized… Well, you're in school. So you're yeah. going to go finish school. But what I feel like my mindset was before was just like… Either I got to rush through school. Mm-hmm. I got to hurry up and like get through these two years. And then come out here and work and grind and blow up or whatever the hell. Yeah. Or drop out. <laughs> and right. then move out here. I was also thinking of like taking a whole semester or a year off and then coming mm-hmm. out here. But it's just like… I kind of realized like I could just… I have my two years. Yeah. I can enjoy college. And then I have life… Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't have to rush Los Angeles is going to be here. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to disappear in two years. Well, I mean, who knows with the global warming? (laughs) Anything could happen. We're going to disconnect from the United States and sink into the Mm -hmm. ocean. So we'll see. We'll we'll meet back here in two years and see where we're at. (laughs) Um, Do you find any… Are there? What do you love or what do you hate about Los Angeles? 
I'm always curious when people don't live here. I feel yeah. like I'm still learning different things. I've been here like four years. Jack, yeah. you've been here how long? Only, here about years? three years, yeah. Wait, where, yeah. Did, where would you guys both live before? New York. Yeah. We met in New York City working um, when I worked at My Damn Channel. Jack was running a live show that they did. Ooh. Yeah, and that's how okay. we met. And then one, we were both from New Jersey, mm-hmm. southern New Jersey. We found out that we grew up like a town next to each other. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it we really home, is. Yeah, we were home for Christmas and we were getting drinks. Uh, and I was like, I want to… I have an idea to do like a podcast that's really dumb. And he was like, okay, yeah. let's do it. That was like three that's years ago. Idea. Yeah. yeah, it was super fun. But that, because I was going to say like my two options. Right. If I didn't want to go to uh, Los Angeles, I was saying going to New York. Right. It's like, what is your Oh, I recommend general... going to New York first. Yeah. <laughs> go I, to New York first. I'm thinking. It's, I. But it's expensive. It's mad expensive. It They're is. both expensive. It, I mean, you will tolerate. Yeah, but you can tolerate being poor when you're in your early Because <laughs> it's exciting. New York's really exciting. Okay. Yeah. Los Angeles is a little bit more stagnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine going from Los Angeles to New York, having gone New York to Los Angeles. Because mm-hmm. New York, you're just like, it's hustle, grind, it's fun, it's exciting, yeah. city never sleeps, all of that. And when you're young and excited and just like hungry to work on stuff, it's really cool. Sounds but then so when fun. you leave, you're me all excited right I know now. <laughs> it's really good. But when you leave, you realize like, wow, that city's a bitch and like oh. really wore me down a lot. Mm-hmm. And like the stuff that you tolerate that you don't even realize you're tolerating because mm-hmm. it just seems normal. Yeah, I think you and I both stayed a little too long, but we both really enjoyed New York. I left. I left when I started having panic attacks on subways every single time I got on the oh, subway. No. Oh. That happened to me too. I started getting yeah. panic attacks on the subway. Really? That's when yeah. I, my body was telling me like, you need to leave this place yeah. now. Yeah. At a certain point, you desire more space. And I, yeah. But I think, you know, since, you know, you're in your 20s, mm-hmm. it's the perfect time to be in New York. Okay. And the YouTube scene at that point, I remember feeling like I was the only YouTuber other than the Gregory yeah. Brothers that lived mm-hmm. in New York City. And it really, the YouTube space wasn't out there. Mm-hmm. There wasn't. I was like emailing people in Los Angeles to send me footage to like edit into collab videos and things like that because there was no one's house I could go to. Mamrie was at that time the only other person kind of doing YouTube because I was doing it. Um, And then, but now the YouTube community is growing out there way, way more. I mean, I don't know how well it's doing, but who knows? Go find out. I'll go just just move move. there and then we'll figure it out. (laughs) I do feel like everyone should have a New York experience because it does like, really teach you how capable or incapable you are. Mm-hmm. I feel like New York is just a series of problem solving every day mm-hmm. as you go that through. That's not exciting. It's exciting. Sometimes it's terrible, but <laughs> it's exciting. I feel like if I move out here, I'll just get bored. Well, that's the thing. It's like… The weather's always the same. Like It's like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. That's why when I think, I'm like, how long have I actually been out here? Right. But it's also… It's way easier to hang out in New York than it is in… Los Angeles. That's definitely what true. You, yeah. you don't have to drive. You just oh, meet up anywhere. Just meet up. True. But I also don't… I don't remember seeing a single person that I was friends with apartment ever. In New York <laughs> ever. Because you just went to bars or restaurants yep, and hung okay. out. Or you went to like the comedy theater. Mm. And it was really fun. But out here you have to like schedule and plan to go see someone. Yeah. It's much more like regimented. But still fun. Yay. Positive fun times. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll move somewhere someday. So how much, how much school do you have left? Two years. 2019 yeah. class of yeah so halfway through though so I can't really complain you got the momentum now just get That's over the hump no and- literally I was just like if I make it Two years, I was like, might as well finish. Yeah, there you go. It's like, I made it halfway. But I think exactly. that's cool because a lot of young YouTubers instead don't. go, eh, I don't need college. And I think that's cool that you're you're doing both. Yeah. I think I, that's I great. Get to, just being able to do this right now, it's kind of helping me being like, I can pay for college now without yeah. having to worry too much about it. Yeah. So 
it's good to be able to have college as like a life experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can go there and just do that as part of like you were talking about just growing. Yeah. I said this was the best year of my life. Like a lot of bad things just mentally happened. Mm -hmm. But like all of it was because of college. And I learned so much from it that I'm just like. Perspective is so yeah, valuable. It's so cool. But it's great. I mean, life is amazing. I, I, this is such an inspiring episode of Not Too Deep. I know. We're getting a little too deep. No, it's good, but it's happy. Okay. Uh, I think that, and especially, there's like a fly flying around somewhere. Oh. I've just literally become pig pen as a human being. Um, <laughs> Your overalls. Yeah, literally. There's dust that shakes up from the floor when I walk. Um, I think, especially for comedy, having mm. life experience to draw from, to make videos, to gain yeah. inspiration and ideas is so invaluable. Because I always, mm. I feel like kids that don't go to college and go straight into YouTube just don't have like a mental bank of like experience to draw yeah. from to create videos. And I'm like, you know YouTube, you know your mm. digital world, but you don't know the world world at mm. all to be able to figure out like how to relate to other human beings. Yeah. Also, you are 20. Yeah, just turned 20. Are you excited to turn 21? Uh, I guess. I'm well, afraid. You, you I'm have afraid. Like a year. You're afraid? <laughs> I'm afraid because I don't have a fake or anything. Uh-huh. Right? So, like, I don't just go out and I just buy alcohol. Yeah. So, I'm afraid if I just have, if I could just do it, I'll just be like, yeah, let me just get a freaking, and I just start drinking all the time. <laughs> I don't know. Well, welcome to the club. Yeah. Uh, it's not the worst. Sometimes I'm I call to, yeah. I call it inspiration juice. I've never drank it at all. <laughs> if anyone's my parents are <laughs> Your parents are huge fans. They tweet at me all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's really great. <laughs> do your parents understand what you do for a living? Yeah, well, at first they didn't. Well, African parents just in general don't really get this YouTube sure. thing. And you want to be protective of your kid. You don't want your just kid just be out here on the internet right, doing right, whatever. Right. It's like, who's watching you? These old men. <laughs> you know, it's kind of creepy. So like at the beginning, I had to hide behind my parents' back and like try to post. I didn't even get one video in. I, I, I was trying. To, I made the whole video. Uh-huh. And then I started uploading it. And I was it was exporting. Uh-huh. And then I was just like, okay, well, it's taking like an hour. Like, yeah. let me just go make a sandwich. You were in your parents' home doing this. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Well, I was like 14. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then… Um, yeah, so I was like, okay, let me make a sandwich. I come back and my dad is just like, what is this? Like, <laughs> like I, I tried to hide the export with just a Google Chrome. Just oh like put this way over, just a little bit over it. Just moved it out the way and we saw. <laughs> so we the decided. The perfect crime. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was a genius. <laughs> Your dad's a <laughs> I We just kind of decided that one, I was going to show them mm-hmm. before I upload any videos. Uh-huh. And then two, like, wait, what was it? Oh yeah, school just came first. Oh. That was the agreement that we So as made. long as you're doing school, yeah. then you can do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not able to just do it if I have homework. Right, right, right. Stuff like that. What, like, rational parents. I know. That's like, you come from a good household. I was so Maybe mad. that's why you're so good. You're like, I'm so pissed. <laughs> I was so mad at first because they were looking at all my tweets. They were like, take <laughs> oh, this down. Brent, oh. do they, are they on social media? No, they're on my social media. Oh, they're just <laughs> looking it. at yours? Yes. That's amazing. And I was mad at first, but I think it made me realize that I don't have to just share everything. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I feel like if Get I didn't you balance. have that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm really grateful for that. So yeah, you've actually got a filter automatically now because exactly. you've been used to being like, <laughs> yeah. okay, well, my mom and dad are going to see this. So it's literally, like, I what would my it? mom, grandma, you know, that kind of stuff? Yeah, you don't sure. Post there, everything. Has there ever been anything specific that they've asked you to take down? Like I just cursed one time or something. I said the <laughs> f word, and they're like, they're they like, texted me. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, That's so sweet. And now I still, I still don't even use like harsh that those kinds of. Curses. Yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, 
optimistically speaking, mm-hmm. they're grooming you for brand deals. I know. They're keeping you family friendly. <laughs> oh my, I could literally do any brand right now. It's yeah. amazing. You're not Thanks, offensive at all. Okay, <laughs> you've been on YouTube for a while. What are some of the trends in YouTube that you are into or you're like, this is bad? I don't really care anymore. <laughs> oh, what's <laughs> like, that like? I, oh, it's amazing. Oh man, I it's gotta so get beautiful. there someday. It's just like, because I'm in a rare position, I feel like, where… Yeah. I can kind of live my life and then post a video when I want to. Because you post like once a month. I post that. like once every like six months. I know. It's crazy. Because like I said, I was going through a rough time and I couldn't really post any videos. Sure. And then it was six months that I didn't post anything. And then I was thinking, oh gosh, like what am I going to do? You yeah. Know, like I got to post something great. People are going to be like, oh, I waited six months for this. Yeah. No, that stress is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I, I just realized… I don't care. And then <laughs> I, I found a joy making the video that I forgot about. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, I, I needed that. I don't care if anyone likes it. Right. But then everyone ended up… It ended up being the most liked video I've ever had in like 24 hours. Uh. Really? So it's like… Your… People can wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your ability to feel free resonated with people. Mm. That… Oh, God. I gotta get back to that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I go to some dark holes where I'm like, 2011, you peaked, Helbig. No. You really… <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back there. Um, you're a huge hip-hop fan. Yeah. Okay. I don't know anything about music. Yo, I'll get you… Do you Look. So we have a game. Okay. Not so much a game. It's just I'm going to ask you questions um, <laughs> about hip hop. About hip hop that I would love for you to explain to me in a in an effort for me to become a more well rounded and educated human being. I'm not like a hip hop just you know master. I, I wouldn't worry about it. These are, uh, very, these are very simple, simple questions. Okay. They're very simple, but I there's got to be other people out there watching and listening <laughs> that also don't know what any of this is. Okay. Um, so this is going to age me dramatically. Can, can I ask you real quick? Do you have Apple Music? Or Spotify? I do have Spotify. Oh. Why? Because if you had Apple Music, I could just send you playlists. We could just. Oh, could how do get I get Apple Music? This. You just pay ten bucks a month. It's ten bucks oh, a month. But I it's okay. Spotify. I got Spotify too a little bit. Okay. But I don't have the paid thing. Oh, I got you. I okay, we'll we'll talk offline about specifics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. First question: What does it mean to be both bad and bougie? Oh. Uh, like, you're already like, whoa! Look, these totally are the these questions. are easy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a water cup. Oh, it's not even a water cup. It's a water bottle. It's a water bottle. <laughs> But you just got to drink it like it's a champagne glass. That's what… That's… You're being bad and bougie right now? I'm not really bad. Okay. Which just, means, you know, attractive woman. Oh, bad means attractive? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's what? real confusing. <laughs> it's like, yo, she's bad. And you'd be like, oh, what did she do? But no, she's actually an attractive female. Whoa. <laughs> so what does it mean to be both bad and bougie? Both bad and bougie means that, you know… For example, it's like eating… You're in a full dress, uh-huh. and then you got like ramen noodles, and you're just eating it like. And you're eating it like it's like a filet mignon. Exactly. <gasps> I'm neither bad nor bougie, no. <laughs> but I can get there if I One try. Day. We're halfway through the year. By December, I hope yes. to be both bad and bougie. Okay. Uh, that's oh why my I'm, god! I'm making a mental like uh, <laughs> I'm, thoughts are things. I'm doing the secret right now. I'm manifesting it for myself. Okay, what's sus? Oh, it's like suspect. Oh. Suspect like if well there's more. Use multiple it. Can meanings. you use it in a sentence? <laughs> the next question is, am I being sus by asking about sus? Am I being sus by <laughs> You're acting like, like a this? fed right now? You're acting like a fed. Yeah, I do. I'm in full on narc cosplay right now. <laughs> yeah. This is like who invited the narc to our party? Uh who's the most sus person in America right now? Donald J. Trump. Oh mm-hmm. is that his middle name? I don't yeah. know. I was well, gonna not, ask. Not, I was like J. J. Just J. J. It's Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, what is trap? <laughs> trap? Yeah. What is trap? What is trap? Jack learned what thirst trap was a couple months ago. I did, but that's a different kind of trap. That's a different kind oh, of trap. Oh, they're different? A yeah, trap is, a, is a, kind of, a kind of music. Yeah. What is it? It's like just harder type music. You know, like they rock? T- they rap about well, yeah, actually, yeah. It's like it's like the rock of hip hop. Oh, well, so it's essentially like, who's like a trap musician then? That's like does this kind of music like Migos. You know, they just rap about oh, their experience. Got it. Which has to do with you know drugs, sure, sure, stuff sure. like that. Yeah. So was like Tupac trap? No, 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 no one back in the it, day. It has to do with the type of production too. I would say. Oh. So yeah, there's like a sound that's yeah. trap. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll get you hip to all of this. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting hipper. I can feel it. I can feel the transformation. Okay, do people still say on fleek? I'm going to oh, assume no, right? No, no. That no. made my, my whole body cringe just asking that. I know. But what's like the 2017 or like modern current version of on fleek? Is there a term for that that's replaced it? I don't think we have it? one. I don't think we could top on fleek. Fat and that bougie. Was, no, oh, okay. no. Never mind. I have, I'm not, I'm not le- I don't have a great learning curve. Um, can people… Still call people the goat. <laughs> what yeah. is the goat? The greatest, greatest of, of all, all time. There we go. He knows. Can, oh, yeah. can I call? Can I still call people the goat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like you have to be a little bit more. You're really hesitant with it. You can't oh. be like you're the greatest of all time. Yeah, you yeah, gotta, yeah. Who's the goat right now? <laughs> I'll say Kendrick Lamar. Oh, oh hell yeah! Oh, okay, I've heard "Stay Humble." There we or go. Humble, and yeah, I like it a so lot. Okay, I like that message. I'm glad you heard it. Have you heard his other stuff? Uh, Jarrett was playing me a bunch of it. His mm. his new album got me listening to uh, some of his older stuff right uh-huh. now. Have it's, you heard To Pimp a Butterfly? Yes. It's a great album. So good. Yeah, I like jazz it. and it's, I, yeah, I feel he, like it's a oh, good introduction. Cool. He goes in and out of style so mm-hmm. effortlessly. It's amazing. Yeah, he's a goat. He's the goat. He's the goat. Mr. Lamar, you are the goat. Um, Since you're watching. He's this. an avid listener to mm-hmm. Not Too Deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just haven't had a chance to book him yet. But have you listened to like Mad City? You got to listen to that no, record. No, I haven't it's, listened to that. She probably heard it just in passing. Yeah, you probably have heard songs from it. It's sure. such a good record. I don't hear music yuck, when it's yuck, playing. Yuck, 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 Are you Man okay? down. Where are you from? You never heard any of that? New Jersey. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need the beat in the background. Uh, no, that doesn't sound familiar to me <laughs> at oh, all man. whatsoever. But oh. Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. Okay. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. I won't. I won't. You're the ghost. I'm, again, I'm quoting. Uh, people sometimes put fur at the end of F-R. sentences. Fr. Like for real. That's not at the end of a sentence. That's the beginning. Do you of like a when they're talking normally or just in text? Put fr at the end of sentences. Yeah. So you'll like F-R. in a text, you'll write. Oh, uh, for real. Oh, fr. Yeah. Just like, this F-R. is the greatest thing I ever ever ate. Fr. Oh, fr stands yeah. for for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like how like rn is like right now. Do people say it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, oh TTYL, guys. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, remember yeah, ASL? Remember? Um, no. I said that I texted someone that the other day. ASL? Yeah. It's like, I like Age, sex, location? Yeah. Wow. That's how you meet people on the internet. Yeah. Oh when you went to chat rooms and you're just like, ASL? Sorry, too That's real. so funny. Uh, very, very telling of ASL. my childhood. Um, so, yeah, AIM was one of the greatest educators of all time. AOL Instant Messenger. Did I you was have too AIM? young for that. What was your first screen name I, I don't know or your first was your, your the third pew was your YouTube channel oh yeah channel. maybe like super fresh boy or something like, <laughs> like, the, like the E super is the boy. E is like a three I love like it that. Yeah. Um, so you so you don't that was actually literally my first YouTube name 
Really? I'm not even kidding. What was it? The Super Fresh Boy? Yeah, we don't have to keep saying it. I mean, look it up. I was like look 10 years old. That's and I was a- like, mm. But that's actually not embarrassing. It's not too bad. Compared to like what other people have yeah. had. Mm. Um, okay. We're going to move on in a second. <laughs> but I'm going to ask you the questions I ask every single guest that's on the podcast. Okay. And the first one is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti William at? Shakespeare. Really? Yes. Oh. I didn't even finish the question. Man. I was like, no, he's ready. <laughs> wait, okay, wait. What was the rest of the question? <laughs> Just who would you want to throw cold spaghetti at? William oh, Shakespeare? Yeah, definitely William Shakespeare. Has anyone said that yet? I don't think so. Don't and think that is so. a great answer. Yeah. Right? Who, are, who are other people? That a lot of people said? say Trump. Um, he's popular. Yeah. Tadric said Lucille Ball, which would be a pretty great shtick. Mm-hmm. But William Shakespeare, I think he would find it so romantic somehow. I'm tired of that guy. Frankly. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, you're over Shakespeare. Yeah, I'm tired of him. I'm tired of hearing. Yeah, about well, him. that that Julius Caesar really uh, it was okay. people the wrong way. <laughs> it was like it was, oh, it was a little overrated. Yeah, yeah. Stop teaching him in schools. Yeah, stop I'm, listening I'm to our podcast. I'm gonna have to leave yeah. now. <laughs> I love Shakespeare. So oh, really? My, so oh, my, my mom. <laughs> He's a big fan of the podcast. Um, <laughs> okay, and. Uh, Tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or three small phrases. Worst pants shitting story. Or close call. Uh, One hour ago. What? Wow. <laughs> Jack, Jack and I looked directly at We locked eyes. <laughs> like we both processed it. We're like, I don't think, uh, well, okay. I don't think, I, yeah, you know what? Let's just leave it with that. Yeah, no follow-up all right. questions. Cool. That's all good. Wow. Very informative. Learning a lot yeah. about the Zed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we have some questions that we got from Twitter, which is Wait, always fun. That, By the way, that didn't, it was, that was supposed to be the close call. Can I just say real quick? So you can't, you can go back and try to cover up the fact that you shit your pants <laughs> an, an hour ago. <laughs> Uh, okay, we have Grace with PTX asks, if you could ask a dumb Ooh. question at a presidential debate, what would it be? Mm. Oh. That's interesting. That's a good question. You can't, your question can't be ask a question. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you if you got, okay, how about if you had, if you got to ask Donald Trump one thing, mm-hmm. what would you ask him? Um, Ask or tell? <laughs> Probably just like, can you retweet me or something? <laughs> I feel like I'm just waiting because, you know, we all make fun of Trump. Yeah, yeah. But like everything that he comes back on, like explodes, Hamilton, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for him to just be real mad about me. <laughs> and I feel like I'll just be at like 7 million subscribers the next that's day. That's true. That's Come on, true. Bro. That's a really good point. That's a fair ask. Come on, Donald. I would just be like, uh, <laughs> why didn't your mother love you? Oh, damn. Hit him real, yeah. real deep, real quick. Yeah. Real deep, real quick. Cut and to then the core. He doesn't expect it because he's like, aren't you from not too deep? Yeah. And then, and I, then you hit him with it. And then be like, smoke bomb. And oh. I disappear. <laughs> Just leave him with that lingering thought. With cold spaghetti on yeah. his face. <laughs> um, okay. Next question is from Amanda Pandy 24 What's your third worst fear? I'm trying to get through the first fear. Wow. Yeah, third fuck, fuck that first one. Fear. Fuck the second one, too. Yeah. Third. Any of those. Third worst fear. Hmm. I'll probably say uh, brown recluse spider. Excuse me, what? Ooh. The brown recluse. I literally just got this fear uh, two days ago. Like, it just manifested in my life. What? Why? How? Um, I never heard about it. And I start hearing about it everywhere. But it's like, uh, my friend got bitten by a couple spiders. Mm-hmm. Right? And he was like, yeah, man, I got bit by… Like, I just woke up with all these spider bites. And I was like, that, ugh, that's, uh, that's, that's disgusting. Horrifying. That's awful. Yeah. That's actually a nightmare of mine. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, it's just it's real casual. Next day, it's like this big. Like welts? Yeah, it's real huge. Ooh. And I Google 
well, he was like, yeah, one of my worst fears is a brown recluse spider. Hope it's not that. And I was like, yeah, me too. What a specific spider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he might have seen like a documentary or okay. something. Maybe. I don't know. Sure. But then I Googled it and it's like the poison just starts eating you from the inside. Ah! Yeah, it's crazy. So uh, so that. No, yeah, that. Yeah. No. He's okay. He's uh, he's alive, by the way. Good. Yeah. For now. For now. Who knows? Who knows? Um, well, adding that to my list of fears. That's yeah, fun. It's a very long list at this point. <laughs> okay. I think we have one more Twitter question for you. And it's from Gloria Sunshiner. Ooh, what is know. one song you will never get sick of? Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Really? I'm telling you right now, that song is a masterpiece. <laughs> it is a modern pop masterpiece. I'm literally not even kidding. And I did a, uh, I made a video called, like before they did YouTube Rewind. Yeah, yeah. And back when I saw, you know, have you seen Barack's dubs where it would be like, no. Barack Obama, they cut together him oh, singing yeah, a yeah. song. Yeah, I did like YouTube Sings. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you're in that video for sure. I said, I think, and then for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, I did Call Me Maybe, and I didn't like the song. Uh-huh. But then like by the time I had finished the video, I You're was like, this it. is incredible. Because I spent like 50 <laughs> hours on that video. It's, no, it's a classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. She's a genius, Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> you, you think I'm kidding right now. I don't. I you don't listen think to emotion. Listen to emotion. I heard Tyler talked about that on our podcast yes. at length. We uh, ha- I have to talk about it with him. It's Yeah, he's obsessed <laughs> with it. I felt like he was working on the Carly Rae Jepsen street team when that came out because he was just promoting it to everyone. Uh, I love that you love Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, But getting getting to know you a little bit more, um, (laughs) this is a segment called This Is Curious where I found a social media post that you posted that (laughs) leads me to say this is curious. Okay. And… you and guys then, so went it's far. Just, yeah, a, well, we went ago. far back to um, February. Yeah, it's not that far in the grand. But well, that scheme means of you had life. to like scroll a oh, lot. Oh, we deep dived. Though. Yeah, okay. Um, and you're, you, this is a tweet from you, uh, uh-huh. February fourth at three thirty-seven p.m. Yes. First crush was the baddie from Shark Tale. Yes. And then you responded, <laughs> "My fish, fish she, she bad, bad and bougie." Because <laughs> the lyric it goes, "My bish, she bad and bougie." Uh-huh. And this is my fish. I made a little pun there. Yeah, you did. And I still stand behind this tweet because if you look at this picture tell me she's not fine yeah why is she so sexual she's a fish that's what i'm saying (laughs) i was a young i was like seven years old Uh, i've never heard of shark tail you've never heard what What? okay (laughs) are we surprised that i don't know something come on lola i I mean that's her name she looks like jinx from pokemon yeah so i know that that makes me cool (laughs) hey i'm telling you movie night Okay. Shark well, Tale. Will Smith is the main character. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm there. Yeah. Um, well, this is an informative tweet. Thank you. It's not you that for... good of a movie, if I'm being honest. Whoa! Shots fired. <laughs> Real sorry, feelings Will. come I'm out. Sorry, Will. Uh, we're coming to the end of the podcast, but we have one more quick oh, no. game for you. Okay. That's kind of a rapid fire. If you want to explain it, Jack. Yeah. So, um, because in in honor of good enough. Ooh. Your yeah. brand. brand. Uh, we're going to rapid fire go through a list oh, of things. Oh my lord. You have a whole logo yeah. and everything. And we, yeah. we want us to tell if you think these things are, quote, good enough. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll go back and forth, Jackie. Yeah. Can start. Right. I'll start. Ready? All right. Just, just yes or no. Good enough. Yes. All right. The new Jay-Z album. Yes. That was great. Avocado <laughs> toast. No. <laughs> no? Okay. Just in general. Got it. All right. The Resident <laughs> Evil movies. Oh, no. Not good enough. Orange <laughs> Skittles. 
don't they all? Oh, those are M and M's. I was gonna say, don't they all taste? The same? <laughs> wow, never getting a skill sponsorship. But yeah, yeah, they're good. Okay, they're good enough. They're good enough. All right, the iPhone five, but not the five S. Uh, yes, people. Yes, a right, funny enough. reaction video, but it's twelve minutes long. No. Okay, no- <laughs> I'm with you. This reaction video, no. <laughs> no. United States pro soccer. Oh yeah, that's good enough. Lacroix. <laughs> what? Sparkling water. Sparkling water. Oh, see, that's some. Bougie when you move shit. out here, it's currency out here. Yeah. This is how we pay for everything. It's just cans of Lacroix. Just say tap water. <laughs> that's what I do back home. I believe that's yeah. a no. Yeah, that's oh. a no. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Sorry, I'm, I'm keep talking about them. Yeah, All right. Lyft. Oh yeah, it's good. I think it's better than Uber. Oh, enough. okay. Snapchat. Snapchat is good enough, but it's dying. So sad. Oh. Being famous. It's not. Oh. That's a no. That's a yeah, that's a confusion. Yeah. Jury's out. Summer 2017. <laughs> yes, good enough. Yay. Frozen pizza. <laughs> Ew, no. Second dates. Uh, no. The Nintendo <laughs> Switch. Yes. Good enough. Okay, Labor Day weekend. Is this going to end with like, and we got you a Nintendo Switch? No, 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 no. We don't have that kind not. of budget. No, oh, okay. no don't worry. That would have been great. Uh, Labor Just Day weekend. Oh, yeah, it's good enough. Okay. You guys are all dressed for it. I feel like you would attack me if I said <laughs> <Sorry>. otherwise. <laughs> and lastly, life. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, so good. Life is incredible, man. You know what else is so good? This episode of this podcast, because yes. you were here. Nathan, we have a gift for you for oh. giving us your time and the, talking dumb. It's not and a Nintendo Switch. Switch. No. We're bringing out a silver platter oh for you right goodness. now. Whoa. If you just said you weren't dressed for the holiday, so we got you some white pants and, oh, it's a, book. and a textbook to go back to oh. school. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, perfect. We got you some pants or shorts. Who knows? Because I was so mad, like just not being able to match with well, you. Well, now you can. Now you can. Thank and you. I don't know what textbook we got you, but we got it Aristotle. Oh. oh, perfect. Just oh some goodness. light plane reading. Wow. <laughs> That is, Whoa. look at that font. That's a beautiful wow. book. Can we, I don't, no, they can't. Wow. There's no you way this could be You need a seen. magnifying wow. glass to read this book. You're going to be so educated. Yeah, I'll stick to Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, <laughs> where can people find you on the internet if they don't already know? Uh, just Google me. Nathan Z. Like, aren't you at Nathan Z like across social media? Yeah, I've changed my uh, YouTube name too from the therapy, so you can just search up. Your Nathan branding Zed. so the brand is so well. strong. <laughs> 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 I think that you're disgusted at how strong your brand how? is right now. Thank you so much for Thank making you. time. I, this is so much fun. If you guys haven't already, please go check out Nathan Z. He is, like please. I've said, one of my favorite creators on the platform, and I think uh, the last hope for all of us in the Honestly. digital space. So wow. keep on keep crusading. Yeah, I'm I like trying to pay tuition, so just buy this merch. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Where's the, the that one? That one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. It's Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry with production support from Fullscreen Studios and Michael Rucker. Associate producer Melissa D. Mons with production assistance by Diane Kang. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music. 